morning welcome to another episode of history under your feet today we take a look at the life of one of the great thinkers educationalists and freedom fighters of india a man they called mahamana pandit madan mohan malaviya the founder of the banaras hindu university and also the ganga aarti at haridwar pandit rajnath a pious brahman who earned his living by reciting the shrimad bhagavata a collection of tales on sri krishna it was his only source of income and quite meager to support himself or his family however like most of the pious brahmans he never complained about his misery and left his fate in the hands of god soon rajnath's father premdar passed away and he went to gaya to do the sacred ceremonies the priest then asked him to pray god to grant any wish of his and facing east rajnath folded his hands and grant me a son the equal of whom has not been born nor shall be born His ancestors had migrated long back from the Malwa region in Madhya Pradesh. The real surname was Chaturvedi, but due to the region of origin, they adopted the surname of Malviya. It was 1861. Four years earlier, India had been through the Great Mutiny that shook the British Empire before it was suppressed. The British conquest of India was not just political; it operated at another level too. Many ordinary Indians were led to believe that only by adopting Western modes and habits one could progress in life. A new breed of Englishmen were being created who were Indian outside but British inside the children of Macaulay. So named after Thomas Macaulay, the British Secretary of War introduced English into education to India and downgraded the importance of Sanskrit. In a milieu where many felt that adopting Western modes, speaking English was the only means of salvation, Premdan Malviya still had faith in the belief systems of his forefathers and it was passed on to his son Rajnath. On the other side of the world, in the eighteen uh, in the you know, U.S., a bitter civil war had broken out in the on the issue of slavery. Near the city of Allahabad, on a day when one half of the world was celebrating the arrival of Jesus Christ, was born the son whom Rajnath had fervently wished for. Being a poor man, he could not afford to distribute sweets to on a large extent. He could just manage to thank those well-wishers who came to meet him. And the boy was named as Madan Mohan, who in the due course of time would become one of the tallest stalwarts in modern Indian history. The son whom Rajnath always hoped for would exceed even his father's expectation. Madan Mohan began his education at a Sanskrit patasala called Dharma Gyanopadesa run by Pandit Hardeva. Deserter Hardeva was impressed by Madan Mohan's recital and skill and he learned the Lagu comedy in Sanskrit and many verses from the Bhagavad Gita. The Gayatri Mantra was taught him during his threat ceremony and while a good student, he also was an equally mischievous child, loved to play games and used to exercise regularly. Like most others, he wanted to study in an English school. However, his father's raises Rather, my modest financial background was an impediment. It was then that his mother, Mona Devi, pledged her gold bangles to raise money. Madan Mohan got admitted into the Allahabad district school, where his teacher, Gordon Sahib, was known for his strictness. However, he soon became his teacher's favorite student with the way he managed to master English. In spite of the financial difficulties, his parents ensured he would never suffer from lack of learning. And apart from his studies, he was also good at music, learned to play the flute and sitar, and he also learned the songs of Meera and Sudhas too. He passed the FA examination from Muir College, now Allahabad University, in 1881, and later in 1884 he passed the BA examination of Kolkata University. Madan Mohan wanted to study MA in Sanskrit. However, knowing his parents' financial condition, he decided to take up a job to assist them, and soon he took up a job as an assistant master at the government high school in Allahabad. Earlier, he had proved himself an equally good, good poet at school, where he published poems under the pseudonym of Makaran. When he was 15, he impressed an audience of scholars at Mirzapur, where his group grasped for Sanskrit and was. was highly appreciated and one of the scholars pandit nandara nandara was so impressed by madan mohan that he gave his 
daughter kundana devi in marriage to him in the coming years kundana would be a source of support to him standing throughout his life his political career began in 1880 when he attended the second session of the indian national congress of the under dadabhai naroji at kolkata he impressed everyone there with his sharp speech and being a good orator himself he had natural fluency in his words and he received a huge applause Eo Hume, the founder of the Indian National Congress, called Malviya's speech as unforgettable. Raja Rampal Singh, the ruler of Kalakankar Estate near Allahabad, was so impressed by Malviya that he offered him the role of an editor for the magazine Hindustan owned by him. He worked for two years with Hindustan and later did his LLB from Allahabad. In 1892, Malviya became an advocate at the Allahabad High Court and in due course of time impressed everyone with his arguments, analysis and wisdom. Brajnath's prayers had come true. His son's name was indeed spreading all over. He never used knowledge in the wrong way. He fought for justice for the poor and innocent people. He never took up a wrong case just for money. In the meantime, Malviya was also involved in the freedom struggle and was twice president of the Indian National Congress in 1909 and 1918. Plunging into the nationalist movement, he renounced his law practice and however, when 177 freedom fighters were to be hanged in the Chauri Chaura case, he was the one who took up their case and got them acquitted. While a devout follower of Mahatma Gandhi, he was nevertheless against participation in the Khilafat movement. In 1928, he took active part along with Lala Lajpatra in the protest against the Simon Commission and also actively boycotted British made goods. He was arrested in 1923 during the civil disobedience movement and once again served as president during 1932-1933, making him the only person to have been president for four terms before independence. He however left the Congress due to the communal award that sought to provide separate electorates to the minorities. The greatest achievement of Malviya, however, would be the setting of the Benaras Hindu University. It was a time when the feeling among most Indians was that only Western education could provide them a better life and Indian culture was useless. Malviya wanted to create an institution which could inculcate, inculcate respect for Indian culture while at the same time ensuring the students received a modern education too. It was not an easy task starting in university needed funds and Malviya took this up single-handedly. When he first made this proposal at the Congress session in Benares, it was heartily welcomed. Surendranath Brennerji proclaimed he was willing to work for free in such an institution. The land for the Benares Hindu University was given to him by the Raja after much persecution and now began the tougher task of raising funds for the university. He began to tour the length and breadth of India and people began to contribute for the cause. When he reached the Nizam of Hyderabad, the world's richest individual, the latter was reluctant to donate for what he deemed a Hindu University. He however had no intentions of returning empty-handed and so he went on the streets of Hyderabad asking for money for the cause. When ordinary people of Hyderabad began to donate, the Nijab, ashamed of his conduct, donated generously. From Kashmir to Kanyakumari, from Peshawar to Kolkata, Malibuya went about raising funds for the cause. The Maharaja of Darbanga in Bihar was spellbound as Bhagavat recital during his tour. He not only donated 25 lakh rupees for the cause but also pledged to work for it during his lifetime. The Maharaja himself raised for funds for Malibuya's project visiting other kings and rulers. The Malviya collected a crore and 35 lakh rupees, 35 lakh rupees earning him the title of Prince of Beggars. Gandhiji claimed he often learned about begging from Malviya. February 4, 1916, the auspicious occasion of Basant Panchami on the banks of the Holy Ganga, the foundation was laid for the Benaras Hindu University. A great occasion like never before, an auspicious date on the banks of India's holiest river, history was being made. Lord Harding, the Governor-General of India, laid the foundation. The function was attended by Rajas, Maharajas, Hindus, Muslims, Christians, just about everyone. He believed that Hindus should be made aware of the culture and study of Gita, the Mahabharata, Ramayana, Vedas and Upanishads was much needed. It was what drove him to establish the unity. Let our youths receive liberal education side by side and let them also try to learn how to evaluate the teachings of other religions was what his 
This was the ethos behind the foundation of the Benares Hindu University, which would later become one of India's finest educational institutions. He believed that young men should protect the Hindu dharma, which constituted India's very soul. He wished that people should understand religion in its true sense, a code of conduct that would drive them not just some meaningless rituals. The millions might here in poverty can only get rid of it when science is used in their interest. Such maximum application of science is only possible when scientific knowledge is available to Indians in their own country. He also got support from Annie Besant for his dream project, which also seeking to expand the Sindhu Central School. The ruler of Kashi Indesh Narayan Singh and the Darbanga ruler Rameshwar Singh Bahadur also supported him financially. Benares Hindu University was the first in India to be established in individuals' private efforts. As a journalist, too, Malviya contributed substantially to the cause of the media. Apart from his tinted Hindustan as an editor, he also guided some smaller new players like Gopala and Abhyudhya, edited by P.D. Tandon. A journalist should have ideals. He must have self-respect and a sense of honor. He must have dignity and a sense of responsibility. He must be a good man and a man of character and must follow the ideals of truth and justice. He campaigned against the Press Act in 1908 and along with Motilal Nehru, he started an English daily, The Leader. In 1924, he acquired the then ailing Hindustan Times along with Lala Lajpatrai and Jini Billa and for two years as chairman turned it around financially. And in 1936, he also launched its Hindu Hindi edition Hindustan. Malviya was also strongly against untouchability and founded the Harijan Seva Sangh in 1933 for the Dalits. In his own words, if you admit internal purity of human soul, you or your religion can never get impured or defiled in any way by touch or association with any man. He worked for eradication of caste barriers and took an active part in the entry of Dalits into temple. He was one of the main persons behind the entry of Dalits in Nashik's famous Kalaram temple. A linguist, Malviya was fluent and a scholar in English, Hindi and Urdu apart from Sanskrit. When Hindus, Hindus were massacred at Nawakali prior to independence and supposedly, possibly reconverted into Islam, he took in those who fled. He reconverted many of the Hindus forcibly converted to Islam and he also started the Ganga Arati at Aridwar and there is a small island there named after him. He proposed the adoption of Sachamayev Jayati taken from the Mundaka of Shinichadas, India's national motto. And another achievement was the founding of All India Seva Samti, the Indian version of the Boy Scouts Association to inculcate the spirit of social service. On 12th November 1946, Madan Mohan Malviya passed away, but his legacy would forever remain in the form of Benares Hindi University, one of India's finest educational institutions. When you witness the beauty of the Ganga Arthete Haridwar, you see the legacy of Mahamana there. Brajnath had dreamed from a great son, he did not just have a great son, his son also left behind a great legacy. On his journey, Naman to Pandit Madan Mohan Malaviya.